Change. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Live from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. Stafford end zone, Higby caught it, touchdown. Second of the year for Tyler Higby. Taylor leans all the way in, making a 90-degree angle. A razor runner hits for home. The throw, he has stolen home, and it's 5 nothing Rays. Randy Rosarena not only has homered, but he has stolen home. And the Rays lead by a handful. Senor October. All right, folks, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you here on a Friday. We are heading to the weekend. What a weekend it's going to be. We've got baseball today. We had baseball last night. Houston gets the win over Chicago 6-1. Tampa Bay, I mean, they stole the game. Well, they won easily, 5-0. Stealing home in the playoffs. That's exciting stuff. So, Tampa Bay. Feeling their oats a little bit. Red Sox off the win over the Yankees. You know, can they get a W today? And we'll see how that all pans out. Game two, it's going to be Shane Baz versus Chris Sale. So a wild start to uh, the divisional round of the playoffs. But this is the cool thing that's happening now. And that's baseball all day long. Chicago-Houston. First pitch in three minutes. Atlanta, Milwaukee, Morton versus Burns. Boston, Tampa Bay, Sale versus Baz. And then tonight, I mean, talk about good theater. Dodgers, Giants, Bueller versus Webb. And this is a series I think a lot of people have been waiting for all year long. It did indeed look like they were on a collision course. Dodgers get by the cards in the dart, the one-game dart. And let's have at it. That series is going to get going tonight. And that, that I believe, is going to be really good theater. I, and it, everything would point to that being a long series. And that should be really, really good fun. And you look at that number tonight. Technical snafus. One of those, it's raining here. Yeah. Our beloved producer, Chris Bavona, has got phone bugs back in New York. Phone framazoids? Uh, there's a, there's a, it's a big framazoid going on. Or gremlins today. as we approach Halloween. Yeah. So very briefly, we were talking about Dodgers, Giants tonight. It's going to be good fun. Uh, we had the, you know, Rays look good. The Rays are just good. Houston is just good. And Houston, Houston's going to be annoying. <laughs> that, that, that buzzard thing, man, that's going to be coming back. Sorry, you can't let them up. Can't let them up. I hope the White Sox get back in. I'll, I'll have the White Sox in the next game again. All right. And then we had the Rams get the win last night. Look good. Not yeah. surprising, right? I, I like the Rams in that game a lot. Yeah. It was weird. I mean, again, Steve, sometimes the number tells you something. I mean, them a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Seattle. I mean, the number was 10. I bet it before it gets the three. Yeah. I think it closed three in some places, didn't it? Yeah, I – Probably, I, I I don't remember now, but I I just I, I like the I like the Rams to bounce back. 
off of the poor performance of the week. Not necessarily poor performance, but not their best off the week before. I, I just thought they would bounce back here. All right. We're off to the races on a Friday. We're going to get all the kinks ironed out, and we're going to have at it. Kenny White's going to join us in a little bit. We'll get Chuck, Chuck Esposito from Station Casinos in our number two. So it is Vegas Sportsbook Radio on a Friday. Series 204 of the Sports Grid Radio Network. We had a great time yesterday. What a great crowd. A week they had the poker tournament in the back of the book. Fun being over at the Superbook at the Westgate. If you're coming in from out of town, you got to check out Football Central. Great, great place to watch the game. All right, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. We're ready to go. We're ready. We're coming back to Vegas. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio on a Friday, Series 204, Sports Grid Radio Network. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot in rainy Las Vegas. Yeah. We'll take it. Oh, absolutely. And I, and I hope that there's some snow falling on the western side of the Rockies with this uh, system as well. We oh, need that. Mount Charleston, you never know. Now, we, Around we, here, there could be snow. We there. need Lake Mead to fill up. All right. Hey, we were going to have our buddy Vinny Maliola. We had a little technical thing. Our good friend, um, don't forget our friends over at Oasis, 4955 South Decatur. Monday night, if you're in Vegas, uh, you want to check it out. They have a great Monday night football party called the Monday Night Maniacs. It's a great time over there. Uh, and we'll get Vinny Maliolo, our good friend, back on next week. And on a Friday, it's always a treat for us when Kenny White can join us, KennyWhiteSports.com. And, Kenny, real quick, I went that, well, the baseball. Let me ask real quick the baseball. How about Tampa Bay, man? I mean, they're the real McCoy. They look good in Houston. Uh, is obviously a really good team. And people will go, oh, no, here we go again. And they'll want these guys hitting with their shirts off if they get into the World Series. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, uh, Tampa's the real deal. But you know what? Boston um, struggles versus lefties. Uh, so they, they had no shot against McClanahan. This guy's got great stuff from the left side. They do hit righties far better. Um, so I kind of expect them to have a little better, little better game tonight. And the White Sox too. The White Sox lineup is far better versus lefties than they are righties. And man, Lance McCullers has has put himself. He had the best curveball in baseball when he came in. Now he's now he's developed a slider to go with it. He's got a nasty slider. That guy is impossible to hit if you're a right-handed hitter. So uh, this will be a little easier, I think, uh, day for the White Sox and the Red Sox. I'm rooting for both those teams. You, I think you had the over yesterday in Houston. I don't know how you could go wrong with that because the Houston lineup just looks like you can't. How do you get those guys out? No, I think you come right back with it. It was 6-1, I think, halfway home. Didn't get the run. You know, the crazy thing, and Kenny, you've always used the words, Every game is a snowflake. And I love to cross-reference all kinds of different things. In basketball, I would say even in hockey, to a degree, there's a zigzag component to things where collectively there's motivation. But baseball, it's really hard to have. I mean, motivation-wise, desperation-wise, it's there. 
The difference is the pitcher is the great equalizer, which, you know, you, you can't really put a quantitative uh, number to it, can you? No. Um, yeah, well, you try to the best you can. You know, you said every game's a snowflake, and I think, why is that? Well, that's because, you know, a lot of people use trends, and trends only work for so long. Look at last night I was asked about Russell Wilson, 9-0 and on Thursday night. What is it about that? Is that a big enough sample size to – to sway right. you to adjust your number. I said, well, you know what? I don't know the nine games he was in. Was was he playing nine bad teams? And now he's playing the Rams, who are one of the best in the NFL. I I don't I don't know. I don't it did, playing on a Thursday is not going to sway me. Nine and zero, maybe nineteen and zero. You start to get to that big of a sample size. That's a little bigger sample, and that's not even a big sample size. You know, you're we're talking. We could go back and say home revenge. Uh, teams that lost the previous year at home and then the next year played this opponent at their place is 2,000 and, and 1,400, and you're up 460 units. That's that's a sample size. Yeah, I mean, football is such a unique animal. Like, one game to the next, you got to be willing to draw a line through some things, like Green Bay, the way they started the season. Okay, Rams are coming off a loss. How will they react off a loss? And it's a short travel. It wasn't that big a deal. There's familiarity. And, yeah, I saw that Russell Wilson thing, and I'm like, okay, uh, thought about it. I'm like, no, sorry. I, I still – I think the numbers sometimes tell you something. And the Rams are two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I'm like, I do it before it gets to three. And sure enough, they went in there and got it done. Well, and I, th- I think the previous week, what was it, Sean McVay was 8-0 straight up and against the spread against Arizona. You know, still not that big a sample size. It's a snowflake, right. but this is a different Arizona team now, and it's a different Ram team, I guess, you know, when you look at it. So, yeah, every game, I, I think more and more to, to win at sports since the numbers the numbers are, are so much stronger because there's so many uh, uh, models, sports models, people that are using models. And those models are making the line a little bit tougher to beat. So you have to use more intuition of letdowns, look-aheads, who really is the better team, and maybe uh, misleading box scores. You know, when you look last week, Seattle beat San Francisco, but they were outgained by two yards per play by the 49ers. The 49ers should have won that football game, and that was a misleading score, and that's a, a good reason to be on the Rams last night. And Stevie, if every game's a snowflake, Maybe every half is, too, because the first half of that game last night was 7-3, and then you get to the second half of the game, they put 33 points up. Yeah. Well, some, some coaches are real good with uh, halftime corrections, and maybe, maybe McFay's that way. Seattle talked about it after the game that, uh, you know, that they realized that they stuck it up in the second half. Um, I, the, the big concern for me is Russell Wilson. That's a significant finger injury. I think he misses a few games, Kenny. That that uh, there's ligament damage in there. I'm sure. Uh, they took an X-ray this morning. They did not find a fracture, but it's swollen. So there could be a fracture there, and they just couldn't see it. He's going to do an MRI. MRI again. Just the fact that you're getting one usually means game missed. That's happened to my finger before in a different situation, but. That thing swells up and you can't bend it, and I don't know how you can grip grip a football. Yeah, that bear is watching. And Kenny will join us on our weekend edition of the college football and NFL versions of Vegas Sportsbook Radio. To that point, talking about the difference in the second half, Kenny, we had a an interesting discussion. I think people will really kind of wrap their head around a little bit, and that was so many teams now defer 
and that and we talked about it a little briefly as well, Stevie, recently. But Kenny did the deep dive on it, and maybe even you know go on it a little bit right now. You make adjustments at halftime, and that first drive of the second half. And we hey we did the high school football game, Kenny, last night. We talked about the importance of the first drive of the second half could set the tone for the game. I mean, from an in-play perspective, those adjustments and that extra possession to start the second half can really point you in the direction of making a wager. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. In that first drive of that second half, the team, the drive stalled, and they had to punt. And that's what the end of that that was it. That was the rest of the game. So, yeah, you know, I, I we talked about this. Uh, we'll talk about more about in-game wagering, and it's yeah. so new to a lot of us. You know, I gamble, been gambling on sports for thirty years, but maybe in-game for the last ten. So, don't have as much experience in it. And every time I do, you know, it's like you have an opinion who you like going in, and that team falls behind, and you're like, they got to come back. And then you start betting your team, but they keep falling further behind, especially in basketball. And you expect that run to come, and then it doesn't come, and then it goes to halftime. And then all of a sudden in the second half, here comes the run. The team was able to make the right adjustments at halftime. They weren't able to make those adjustments in between the first and second quarter or during their timeouts. The coach tried to and called timeouts, but he just wasn't able to get the point across to his team. He was able to do it in the 15 minutes he had in between halves. Completely different team. So I still like halftimes a little bit more than I like in-game sometimes right now. Yeah, a quick story going to break. I mean, I mentioned this like a week and a half ago. I would do this again. I think I'll win 90 times out of 100. It was a right-side loser. Fresno State's playing Hawaii. Hawaii's like driving right down the field on the first possession. I'm like, go ahead, put it in. I hope you put it in. And the number goes from 12 to minus 3.5 after Hawaii scored. Fresno State comes up, get a 17-point lead. Other than the fact their coach was a moron and blew the game, I would do that again 90 times out of 100. But I was actually plotting a course in-game as I'm watching the game rooting for a result that's going to get me a better number it didn't work in that instance it should have but again all new markets all new ways to approach us and again the prop market each and every sunday the numbers that are out there the opportunities 700 props are out there and you're able to cherry pick the stuff we got kenny white kennywhitesports.com college football the nfl a lot of great information coming up kenny's with us right here on vegas sportsbook radio don't go anywhere SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, we're back with you on a Friday, Vegas SportsGrid Radio Sirius. Her, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, joined by Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny will join us on our college and NFL weekend editions of Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Great time of year, Kenny, and we're starting to really just uh, rock and roll here, figuring who these teams really are. And, well, we'll get Kenny. We lost Kenny. All right, we'll get Kenny back. We'll get Kenny back. Kenny, Kenny's in the locker room, getting ready for the second half. There are, you have days. There are days like these. Uh huh. Well, that, We're that having be, a day. That could be a song. By the way, uh, Julio Jones out again this week with the hamstring. Uh, Brable says that uh, AJ Brown's expected back though. 
Um, the uh, the tight end for uh, Tampa Gronkowski is going to miss another week. Uh, head coach Rule said that uh, McCaffrey doubtful now. McCaffrey was talking yesterday; he was feeling great. He thought he had a chance to get back this week, and now Rule says this morning that the McCaffrey's doubtful uh, for the game, and uh, uh, Dalvin Cook will be a game time decision for Minnesota. Meanwhile, McCaffrey, just keep the guy on the field. And, Barkley, uh, keep the guy on the field. Yeah, yeah. McCaffrey just—he's one of those guys that just—and it, it's not his fault, but but there are guys in sports that just cannot stay healthy. They can't stay on the field. You know. Hey, the advanced lines. Kenny White is with us. KennyWhiteSports.com. I'm looking at the advanced line, Kenny. Seattle, even with all the gray areas around Russell Wilson, two and a half at Pittsburgh. I don't know if I'm buying that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be buying that at all. Uh, with uh, and I, I'm not even sure if if they're taking waiters on that or not. I don't think they would be. Not you know, Russell Wilson's too valuable to the betting line. I, I think he's. Appears it's still on the board. It, it appears it is. Yeah, I'm going to guess it's not um, available for wagering, but that would be a Russell Wilson in number. So Steve, you know, I mean that, the way Steve's mean, talking what, doesn't doesn't sound like he's going to play. What's what's I the would, drop off Wilson to Geno Smith? For me, betting wise, it's worth seven points. I think to the betting line, it's going to be worth about three and a half points. By the way, talk about an interesting story. I mean, you tell me, Kenny. I'm sure your numbers in in in, in the same neighborhood. We had Jeff Sherman on the other day. You know, we know Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is out. Seven point drop off. Like the guy, the guy that they've got one of the biggest numbers out there. The drop off of all people, Tyrod Taylor to Davis Mills, is almost a touchdown. I don't think you had it that high. Yeah, no, I did. I, I I got about a four point. I have a four point drop off for those two guys. Davis Mills will get a little better, I think, week in and week out. But it, it's it's just a bad football team. You know, put those two quarterbacks on a better football team, and and you would see a little little difference. But you're talking about a team with a horrible offensive line and no defense, so it it just makes the quarterback look that much worse. And that's why you know it's like Trevor Lawrence. Um, Trevor Lawrence is on a, just a bad football team, and you're a rookie, and you're trying to make things happen. It's it's hard to do. Uh, you put Trevor Lawrence in a better situation. Put him on the Rams. Put him on the put him on the Chargers. You know, it's it's like Herbert. Justin Herbert gets drafted to the Chargers. They had a really good defense. You know, it's it wasn't a bad team. It wasn't a bad organization. So sometimes it's it's where you are and not who you are. No, there's no doubt about that. And how do you treat those rookie quarterbacks, Kenny? when you're trying to evaluate them and put a power rating on them, I always say this, and it's funny, Steve was kind of in agreement with me, but I've been saying it like for God knows how long now. I think David Carr could have been a respectable NFL quarterback. I really do. I think he, he looked the part there, but those first two years in Houston, the poor guy was a crash test dummy, and that's what happens when you're a terrific quarterback and you fall into the bottom of the barrel unless they quickly build around you and protect you. You never get your career on track. And I don't know how you treat guys like Wilson and Trevor Lawrence at this point. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good point because if you, you get beaten up and you lose your confidence, you start doubting yourself. And confidence is a, you know, it's a fragile line between confident and not confident. So, uh, you, you really got to handle these guys very delicately to make sure uh, they advance and they continue to get better week in and week out. I'm interested to see how the Jacksonville Jaguars respond this week for Urban Meyer. 
Maybe right. they play. Maybe they play for him, or do they just quit on him and they just figure he's he's not the right guy for the job. He's not made us any better, and now he's out. You know. Uh, socializing when he should be prepare, preparing for the next game. Do they quit or do they bond together and play for the guy? Do they like him or not? Well, you just might have pointed me in the right direction of something here. And I mean, it, I, because that is such a big question and, you know, what's the results going to be massive one way or the other. Okay. Hey, the Jags showed up, they're playing. But if they look early on, like they are running for the bus, in-game-wise, you, you could put an alternate point spread up on Tennessee. I mean, if, if you if you can see it with the eyeball, these guys are trying to get him out of there. Uh, hey, might as well get something out of it. Yeah, you're right. That's uh, in-game. That might be the, the thing to watch. See how they come out their first couple of drives. Um, because if they don't, you know, Tennessee is a te- Tennessee's a team that gets better as the game goes along because they've got that power and running back that's just going to wear you out. And they and they seem to do that week in and week out. They get better as the game goes along. So you're right. That's a good spot. If Jacksonville's throwing in the white flag right away, Tennessee could run that score up. I, I was already thinking I'd be fading Jacksonville here. I, I, I've read, look, I'm 3,000 miles away, so who, who knows exactly, but... What I've read is the players are not behind Urban Meyer right now in Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I had heard about the, you know, they didn't like the rah-rah college, you know, attitude he brought in. But I'm, I'm also thinking when I saw the video today and then him and, his pre- and him at the press conference apologizing for it, my next thought went to the entire world is going to bet Tennessee. This line is going to six, six and a half. That's what it's going to be on game day because everyone is going to expect Jacksonville to throw in the towel here. Will it happen? I don't know. I'm kind of thinking now that uh, laying the points right now might be a good thing and then taking back a bigger number on game day. I was thinking the same thing as you were talking. So let me go back to the quarterback rating thing and ask you specifically about Joe Burrow. Now, the Bengals come out of the gate here, Kenny. They're 3-1. and one. It's a nice story. He's got a little relationship going on with Jamar Chase. The questions have been answered back from the knee. I mean, that was a hideous injury, and he seems to be fine playing with confidence. It, it's more than a, a tangible, hey, what he's done on the field. For me, and I'm wondering if you've upgraded him, reading reports about him, two of their three wins, he audibled on key critical plays of the game. One of them, he went so deep into the playbook that the tight end and the slot receiver looked at each other at the line of scrimmage before the snaps go. Did like, did he really just call that? And sure enough, the play worked to the tight end. Big play, and they win games. It's what this kid's got between the ears. They're saying how smart he is. And I, and I wonder, when you hear stuff like that, how impactful is that for you in terms of making a rating on a guy? Well, no, it's big. As uh, you know, it's not just about your stats because smart quarterbacks sometimes may not have the greatest stats uh, because they do what they need to do to win the game. Um, Joe Burrow, I had last year he rated out as an average NFL quarterback for my stats, rating his stats out. I gave him a two point better above average rating going into this season. 
because I know what happens. Guys improve, guys get better. He, if he was even last year, he's got to be one and a half, two points better this year. So far, he's braided above average three out of his four games, uh, using all all the, the, the sums of those four games. Uh, Joe Burrow is playing four points better than the average NFL quarterback. But what do I do? I can't. I, I'm not going to give him four points better. I'm not going to double his rating. So I am moved him up to a two and a half. I moved him up a half a point. If he plays better next game, I'll move him another half a point. But I'll just keep moving it up till he hits that mark. And uh, and you know that's the thing about it is you know when you move the guys the fastest is when you bet against them. If I'm betting against the Bengals three weeks in a row and Joe Burrow's killing me, his rating goes up a lot quicker then. <laughs> yeah, personal experience. Uh, KennyWhiteSports.com. When we come back, let Kenny give you all the information on his website, the magazines, and the good information and great information. And Kenny will be with us on our weekend editions of Vegas Sportsbook Radio on the college and the NFL front. Again, we had a great time over at the Superbook yesterday. Hey, if you're coming in from out of town and you're on the strip, go see our pal Tony Neville down at Treasure Island, the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Sports Bar. Awesome place. Awesome guy. I'll be over there. I'm, I'm heading over for the Breeders' Cup. I'm going to see if I can get the antisocial one, Stevie Slapshot, to come out yeah, in public and join me. All right, coming back with Kenny White in a moment. Back to Vegas shortly. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. On a Friday, heading to a weekend, I'm in. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapjack, Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com is with us. Turn our attention to college football and the big games that are coming up on the weekend. Before we do that, Kenny, thanks for doing this, and tell the folks about the site and the magazines. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Brian. Yeah, the magazines will still help you out during the season for those injury information. So a quarterback like Russell Wilson, he gets injured. You go to the magazine, you open it up. So you have a seven-point difference on that. So uh, if there's a line out there to bet, you know you can make the right adjustment. Also, the PowerRatings.com, $19.99 a month, gives you all the updated power ratings for each team, projected finals on all the games that haven't been played yet. And we will be adding NHL early next week on Monday. The season starts on Tuesday. Then we'll have all the NHL ratings, all the projected final scores for every single game and then be adding NBA and college basketball after that. But same price, $19.99 a month, you get all of it. Hey, I, I want to get to college football, but I, you piqued my interest here. The NHL, we'll have Vegas Hockey Hotline today. We do that locally, 1 Pacific time, KSHP.com. We'll have great guests all year long in the hockey world. And we got you covered, of course, on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Our buddy Cam Stewart checks in. So we'll give you a lot of great information on the hockey side. But from a betting perspective, Kenny, I cannot wait – to see how this season plays out because, okay, we had the pandemic and then they did the bubble. All right, they got through it. Then last year you had a 56-game schedule. They massaged the divisions. You had the teams in Canada playing the teams in Canada. Vancouver gets the worst of it. They're flying cross-country all season long 
Everybody else has a regional 45-minute, one-hour flight. We're going to have these angles that are back in play. Three games in four nights. First game home from a long road trip. Ceremony games. Backup goalies. It's going to be a regular 82-game season where travel is a massive component to the handicap. Yeah, no doubt it is. Um, you know, and, and last year you bring up a good point with, with Vancouver because Thatcher Demko turned into, you know, an amazing season in 2019-2020, but wasn't quite the same last year, maybe because it was worn out a little bit. I think he's a far better goalie than what his numbers indicated last year. So maybe even look for Vancouver's defense to get better as well. Well, they're my sneaky play. They got Oliver Ekman Larson from Arizona, massive upgrade on their blue line they get garland a good young player they sign their young studs and they get yaroslav halak who is every bit as good as demko they don't have two elite goalies they have two number one goalies so the drop off when the backup plays there is nil so that vancouver i'll throw it out there that's my sneaky play in the nhl can't wait over 90 and a half points if you're so inclined let's go to college football Kenny. i gotta ask you this is gonna be I think really good theater. The atmosphere will be great. But this is turning the clock back. I remember when I was a kid in Pennsylvania growing up, Thanksgiving Day, you know, you go to a morning high school football game, big rivalry game. It was like a a 10 o'clock start. And then I'd go home and watch the Lions game on Thanksgiving Day, and they'd be playing in the mud, you know, ugly, crummy games. And then the afternoon, they'd have the big other regional rivalry game in the same stadium, like two blocks from my house. Love old school, old style football. That's what this game is going to be. Penn State and Iowa. Iowa, one and a half point favorite. The total is 40 and a half, Kenny, with the number three and number four teams in the country banging heads. This is going to be good. Yeah, this is going to be really good. Uh, The number, you know, I wanted to do a little bit of a survey this week. I haven't had time to do it because I keep thinking about this game and I think about value in different bets. Like uh, one value, like you try to find stuff that, just it's an automatic bet when you see it. It's and one that I can tell you is in baseball in an American League game when the total is seven and a half or under, and you can get the home team plus a run and a half, plus money. Over the last twenty five years, you you're you're making money on that. You are it's like a uh, it's just like putting your money in a bank and getting getting interest on it. You you just won't lose if you just bet it correctly. So I thought about what about teasers on games that are going to be very low scoring, and you're able to tease a team like Penn State up from two to eight and cross over those four key numbers in a low scoring football game like that. That's six points in that teaser has got to have so much more value than a normal teaser team. Well, is there a correlation in football when you see, you know, like a Bama or a power broker against a weak sister where the side's like 37 and a half and the total's only like 50 and a half or something? You know, is there something along the lines to what you're talking about with that seven and a half under in baseball? Well, I just the, the seven and a half under in baseball is you know you, you're saying it's going to be a low scoring game. It's going to be a game. close game, right? It's it's a it's a four three three two two one type of game. It could be four to nothing, could be five to nothing. Those are part of the scenarios that could happen, but 
it's telling you that a lower scoring game, it's going to be close. The home team plus that run and a half uh, has more value, and now you're getting a plus price on it. It just wasn't priced correctly for years. They've actually made an adjustment on those games, and now it isn't quite as big a value as what it used to be. But I don't know Kenny, if anybody's I, ever gone in. I, I just took, I just blindly took plus one and a half plus money for years, and I was getting uh, plus ninety five at home and like plus fifty from the from the straight up price. Uh, you know, with 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 the run and a half, and 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 we were killing them. It wasn't just me, and and so then the books had to adjust those numbers. Right, and then what? I, and I bet you, if you went back and looked at all games that were seven and a half or less in the America League, you were probably killing those even at a higher percentage. You're probably right. I didn't even think about it that way. Back to college football, Kenny. Michigan, Nebraska. Michigan's laying three. The total is forty nine and a half. The question mark in the game wasn't an aberration, but last week, Nebraska's offense, you know, we see Martinez running around making plays, but they don't put it in the end zone. Last week, they did. Do they revert back to the mean the first four weeks, or is last week, have they figured something out and now they're different? Uh, they're probably somewhere in between. Yeah, last week, they played a uh, weaker Northwestern team that uh, will struggle at times, and they didn't come to play, which is kind of hard to believe for Pat Fitzgerald. His teams are always well prepared. Just didn't seem like they were uh, they were ready. So uh, this will be somewhere in between. But I do like the progress I've seen of the Nebraska team under Scott Frost so far. They've covered four in a row. Uh, the defense has been impressive, and the offense now starting to come around. That's good. I mean, they've covered five in a row. That's five straight spreads they've covered now, and I I just see that progress. Um, Michigan's rating, I've had to upgrade quite a bit this year. And I think I'm to the high point, the high ceiling on their rating. And this is a tough road game um, against a going to be a rabid crowd. Nebraska, they, they have sellouts for a record number of years in this stadium. And it's going to be loud. And that's a good home field. The three and a halfs are gone, though. That, that hook was big. I don't know. It's worked for me. And I'm just curious. Alabama, Texas A&M. Bama's laying 17 and a half, 18 on the road. The total is 50 and a half. All right, I get it. We're focused on these two games or two teams in this game. The crazy thing is, Kenny, I look at that game and in my head, immediately it pops in my head, Oregon at Stanford. You know, I mean, Oregon gets the big win against Ohio State and life, they're on cruise control. Now, they're, you know, they're going on the road in conference laying more than a touchdown, and they lose the game outright. We know Bama's great. There was so much hype for that game last week. They put the Sasquatch foot on Mississippi. But now they're going on the road laying this big number in conference, a team that knows them and is obviously circling the wagons. I mean, Bama, you know, I mean, 99% is going to win. I don't know about covering 18, though. I just look at that, and I see Stanford, Oregon. Yeah, I you know if we think when when I say this, Nick Saban, Mario Cristobal, yeah, hard to I was think, thinking the same hard, thing, Kenny. Hard hard to think, you know, could have put them in the same situation because you look at what Nick Saban's first half record is. Um, he is twenty nine and twelve going into this year, and I believe he's four and one this year already. So thirty three and thirteen, he's just a master. And having his team well prepared and ready to play, 
Uh, that that's you know Mario Cristobal has shown before his teams let up and they let down and they look ahead and Nick Saban doesn't allow that. Uh, they they you usually get the A game. It's like Krzyzewski, as bad as an in-game coach as I think he is, his teams were ready to play. They didn't look ahead. Everything was attention to detail, whether they were going to play uh, uh, Norfolk State or if they were going to play North Carolina. So um, I think I think Saban does a great job of that. And the other side of that, Kenny, is that Chris Ball's going against Shaw, who I think is a pretty good you know, head football coach on the other sideline there. So, so that kind of doubles that up in that situation. Yeah, no, that definitely does, because, yeah, David, David Shaw's well-respected, does a great job. Um, but now Saban's up against Jimbo Fisher, who has a couple of losses now and back-to-back losses. So you could get Alabama to overlook this just a little bit, I think. And Jimbo Fisher will have his team ready, and it's going to be a great home field. I don't like to give home field with the visitors this much better because they'll take the crowd out of it. But I do like uh, A&M in the first half in this game. I think they can hang around. Let me throw you a curveball, Kenny. Game 389-390, Arkansas-Mississippi. Mississippi's five and a half. The total 66 and a half. Is this just a football game, or is it stay away from this because there could be flesh wounds and residual damage with both Arkansas and Ole Miss? getting absolutely pumped on the big stage. So how do they react coming off that? Yeah, I'm going to guess they both kind of react the same way that the, you know they I'm going to react they both bounce back that they have to, they have to be prepared. So I'm just going to trust my numbers in this spot where at the beginning of the year I had Mississippi 15 points better than Arkansas, five and a half for home field. I have a 20 and a half point spread in my magazine and the line is 6. Well, I've made adjustments on both teams since that time, but my line still is 12. I, I have to I have to trust my numbers here and trust that Lane Kiffin has a better football team, and uh, that they'll they'll get the job done. And I always say, you know, the weaker the team is, the more different situations will affect that team. Weak teams get affected by the weather. They get affected by travel. They get affected by losses. Great teams, not as much. And that's, you know, weak, weak teams use it as an excuse. Now, Arkansas is not a weak team. But out of the two, I'm going to have to say if somebody could maybe not play their A game here, it might be the road team and it might be Arkansas. That maybe they lost a little bit of confidence from the game they just played against Georgia. All right. It is Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com. Race into the weekend. He's going to hook us up. Info on our college and NFL shows on the weekend. Kenny. If you'd be so kind, give us the skinny on where to get all the great information. Yeah, it's all at KennyWhiteSports.com right now. Uh, we've got great handicappers on the site to to make your life easier. And if you want to dig in and do all the work yourself, you got the PowerRatings.com to get you those updated power ratings, updated projections. Those are all numbers-based. The handicappers, as I mentioned, that's a model, and it's a sports model, and it spits out a line that's close to the number. The handicappers put the work in to find the edges. Follow him on Twitter at KWhiteyVegas. Kenny, look forward to our chat on the weekend on the college and NFL shows. As always, appreciate your time, bud. Have a great day. Great weekend. Yeah, Brian, thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, best of luck to everybody this weekend. Go get them. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Stevie's got the injury report. When we come back, hour number two, Chuck Esposito will jump. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Taking you to the top of the hour, end of our number one Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Hour number two, Chuck Esposito will join us from Red Rock, friends over at Station Casinos. But Stevie, as always, hooks up, hooks us all up with dynamic injury news and notes that will help us along our merry way. What might you have today? Here are your dynamic updates, Brian. Uh, a lot of NFL news this morning for Tennessee. Julio Jones, Ham. <laughs> No Julio in the schoolyard this week, Brian. He is out for Carolina. Christian McCaffrey, also a hand. (laughs) McCaffrey said yesterday he was feeling good and was optimistic about playing this week. Today, this morning, Coach Rule says he's doubtful for this week's game. In San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo with the cat. No, those can't be my my results. I'm healthy as shit. Has not yet practiced, Brian. He is at least doubtful. I think Lance gets the start. Also for San Francisco, tight end George Kittle. Also a calf. I hurt my thing. Will be a game-time decision. Speaking of tight ends for Tampa Bay, Rob Gronkowski. Are you okay, man? Next time, kill me. Will be out for the second week in a row. For the New York Giants, wide receivers Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. And both are out. Can I throw one in here? Sure. I, I'm a dope. I should have asked Kenny uh, what rating he's got on Matt Milano, the linebacker for the Bills. All right, I told you last week, when he went out, Edmonds ends up AFC Defensive Player of the Week. He played a great game. Milano would have scooped up half of those tackles. This guy's unbelievable, and he did not play in the AFC Championship game. He'd be the guy, I think, running around with Kelsey. He didn't practice Wednesday. So it's really sketchy, and it's a hamstring. But it is a big difference if Milano plays on that defense or doesn't, especially against the Chiefs. Yeah, he's one of those guys who just can't stay healthy, and I, I hate it for the guy. such a good one. He's a difference maker. All right. We're going to take a timeout. Thanks to Chris Pavona, buddy. Have a great weekend. We're coming back with our number two of Vegas Sports. Ow! This is my nightmare!